Hey there guys this is Amish Parmar over here and this is Rohan this side and let's get this episode started Namaskar Namaskar am i audible <laughs> yes. yes this is yes. this is the question that we are asking nowadays regularly Yeah 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 true so i think now a lot of people have some experience about how to not record a podcast but you know these online calls and video calls are highly frequently done these days but i wonder though you know a few years back there used to be a meme which used to be floating around on social media channels which used to say the only thing people say during video calls is can you hear me am i audible but to be honest i wonder how true is it in today's day and age because nowadays the apps are very well optimized and things fairly go wrong i think zoom has that uh, weird thing that you have to do that as soon as you enter a meeting you have to press a button which says join audio or it's call through internet something of that sort which you have to press and only after you press that you become audible and you have that option of muting and unmuting i don't know why zoom has added that feature i think a better way to do that would be just to make participants enter their meeting and by default keeping them on mute i think that would be a much better way to do that uh, but rest other um, video calling apps for example whatsapp call is amazing and i've never had any issues with whatsapp call i don't remember ever saying or asking can you hear me am i audible on whatsapp call so i think all other apps video calling apps they are very well optimized and i think hardly people say can you hear me am i audible etc during a meeting the reason amish is bringing this up for the listeners is we've been trying to record this episode since the last 15 to 20 minutes through hangouts but um, because of poor internet connection we have had to stop in between for three four times and hence amish said that am i audible yeah but also i'll tell you an interesting thing okay there is this student in my classroom who always firstly he'll never come on time he'll rarely come on time and uh, whenever he comes in to the class uh, late which is on zoom he has to has to unmute himself interrupt me whatever i'm teaching whatever i'm saying he will interrupt me and say bhaiya awaaz aa rahi hai kya and only after i say yes i can hear you you are audible he'll unmute himself and then start listening patiently but every time he enters the zoom meeting he has to has to ask that question only i mean unless and until you stop whatever you're saying and tell that person and give him assurance that okay yes we can hear you till then he'll just keep asking hello hello can you hear me can you hear me <laughs> yeah that's funny and even though throughout your lecture he won't have to say anything so it doesn't matter if it, if he's audible or not but still he's going to ask that question right correct kids kids and one thing that i wanted to say is 5 years back the internet speed was so low there was hardly any i don't remember 5 years back i used to do video call at all like i don't have any relatives abroad so frequently i didn't used to back then there was skype skype right and now now no one talks about skype at all it's only zoom 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 and surprisingly enough i haven't used zoom i just attended one meeting on zoom and i didn't find it that useful we have our uh, own uh, office ka personal uh, software which we use for all office purposes so i don't think so i have any experience on zoom and like you said when you join by default you should be on mute so that you don't have to ask this questions of am i audible and people like you are blessed with good internet connection so you don't have to ask this question that whether you are audible or not <laughs> <laughs> right 
So since the last time we spoke, many things have changed. For one thing, Mumbai Indians have won the IPL, which was a very boring final, to be honest. Uh, we won very easily, and I had no fun watching the finals. Did you watch the finals? Yes, I did watch the finals, but I will have to agree it was no fun at all. But what was all the more less fun was the first qualifier, which was again between Mumbai and Delhi. Uh, did you watch that one? Yeah, yeah. So I generally do like to watch IPL. I really enjoy IPL. But this year, unfortunately, I could not watch any of the matches because of the workload I had. I, there was always some meeting or some work that I had to do while the matches were going on. But I made sure that I'm watching at least the playoffs. Not all playoffs, just the playoffs in which Mumbai Indians is playing. So yes, I did watch the first uh, playoff as well. I mean, it was Mumbai versus Delhi, right? Yeah, I did watch. And I was hoping RCB wins in the next match because I wanted the final to be Mumbai versus RCB for some reason. A part of me wanted RCB to be in the finals is because of Virat Kohli. I think he's a great player. And he plays amazingly well for India. I don't know what happens uh, when he starts playing for Royal Challengers Bangalore. He somehow never makes it big in these games. But yeah, a part of me really wanted RCB to come in finals. But unfortunately, we got Delhi. Delhi again came. And I mean, the finals was a mirror image of what happened two matches back. That was also disappointing seeing the same two teams playing again against each other. Yes, I think we should move on to another topic because if we start talking about IPL, then there will be a lot of views that will be coming from me because I I think I watched all the matches because I didn't have anything better to do. Yeah, we were talking about uh, things have changed. Yeah, so you were saying something. Right. So another thing which has changed is obviously that India seems to have been flattening its curve. The number of new cases that are being detected are reducing day by day. And I also think at the same time, we are still increasing the number of tests. Although these tests are not normal tests. So, the tests hota tha, coronavirus ka, those were to detect the virus itself. But now I think the new tests are antibody tests, antigen tests, which are a little less reliable, but easier to conduct. And they are also cheaper. So, I think that is why the number of uh, tests are rising. But I think it's a good call because they are cheaper. They can be done very easily. They can be done quickly. So, although the tests are still rising, the number of tests we are doing, still the number of cases are going down. It's a great sign. India seems to be flattening its curve. The curve is sloping downwards. So, yeah, overall, a lot of positive news, a lot of positivity around. See, for me, the pandemic has, I think, has long gone because I have to go to office regularly, like once a week at least. Then I go to restaurants also very frequently. Like the day I step out of the house to go to office, I generally feel like, you know, grabbing something to eat. So I think, yeah, for me, the pandemic is over. Right, right. And you know what? If you would have said this to me, say, two, three months ago, I would have been really, really mad at you. And uh, I would genuinely have felt rage. But I think I've shared this last time as well. When when I see people going out and shopping and eating in restaurants, etc. I don't know how to feel because one part of me tells me, okay, these are the people who cannot follow guidelines, who do not have self-control to not crave into their temptations and sit at home. So these are the people because of which we had such a bad time, especially in Mumbai. So many people did not get beds at the peak of the pandemic, etc, etc. And at the same time, I also feel that because of these people who are going out shopping, who are going to theatres, who are going to... I think the theatres are opening, right? I'm not sure. Who are going to restaurants, etc. Because of these people, many people are getting their jobs back. The economy is running and money is exchanging hands, which is always a good sign for the economy. So they are also doing that which is a good thing for us so i'm not sure what to feel so i'm just like okay whatever 
no since now we are not at the peak of the pandemic so i think now it's not that risky when you say it is not risky for whom are you talking about yourself are you talking about your parents are you talking about people in general i'm talking about people in general true true yeah i would agree with that but again i mean whenever you do something i don't think we do it keeping people around us in mind as in the normal people normal citizens society i don't think we think about them i think firstly we'll think about ourselves is it safe for us or not and i think you and i are fairly safe because we are young and the virus is not that dangerous for young people and the second set of people i think that people will think about while doing anything is their immediate family the ones they live with right so i think that danger is still there right if if there are old people in your house it's not safe for them if you get the virus and especially when you're going out in restaurants though generally there's poor ventilation unless and until it's an open space then uh, your food will be touched by the chef or the person preparing your meal and the waiter is going to bring it to you I and mean, there are so many surfaces which are being touched frequently for example the plates the spoons the tables the chairs etc and everyone around you is going to be without masks which again is super 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 dangerous and generally around table people are going to speak people are going to laugh people are going to talk loudly i mean that's what restaurants are for right half of it is the food and half of it is the people you go there with so people are going to be without masks laughing speaking etc which is again going to increase the likelihood of the virus getting transmitted so i think restaurants especially are super super dangerous and if you are going to restaurants um, i think it increase the danger for your parents grandparents i think that's what i worry about let's just hope all this is only in theory and not actually happens yeah right and also another positive news comes from the vaccine producing or researching i would say the company trying to make a vaccine for coronavirus which is Pfizer so Pfizer was under its uh, final phase of the vaccine testing and vaccine research right and i think they have come with preliminary data which says that their vaccine is 90% efficient and to be honest that was a very very lucky breakthrough because 90% efficiency in your first trial not in the first trial but any vaccine within say a year or two i think that's a huge achievement by anyone who does that all the scientists all the researchers who were involved in that so i think that's again a very big positive news which is coming in although there is preliminary data but if say for example that virus is being administered to say 100 people 90% of them uh, develop immunity i'm assuming again i have not i've read only the headline okay so i'm i don't know the details but i'm assuming it means that 90% of the people will be immune from the virus then and that's huge yes yes that's huge and hopefully we'll get the vaccine soon but still i think this is not a time to celebrate as such because even then the 90% efficiency of the vaccination is a very good thing but still for the vaccine to be able to reach the general public i think it's going to take still some time and till that time you still have to just crave for the mcdonald's coke and not actually <laughs> have it <laughs> Yeah I mean um I think my estimate would be that for the general public to get that vaccine or 100% of the population of our country to get that vaccine it's still a year away I mean firstly the production itself is such a challenge right if this vaccine is so good then 
this vaccine should be administered to each and every human on this planet right and uh, producing so many vaccines in such a short time is also going to be a challenge and the first few vaccines are obviously going to given going to be given to the doctors nurses i think teachers could be also in line the police department etc etc so the general public it's going to take some time to get that vaccine and also experts have been advising against or rather they're asking general public to be cautious against the vaccine because firstly winter season is kicking in and winter season is generally said to be a breeding ground for viruses and bacteria to transmit each other and it's it's considered a season of illnesses because of that reason and also because in winter season you have many festivals right you have diwali in india you have christmas in west um so there are many festivals coming around and if people start meeting their friends and family without taking proper precaution and care i think again it could be dangerous all we want is that especially in india or even in mumbai for our context that we should not have a second wave whatever happens we should not have a second wave before the vaccine comes i think even if we maintain the number of new cases at this level we should be okay as long as there are beds available in the hospitals for anyone who contracts the virus or gets the virus but we should not get a second wave before the vaccine comes out that should be our aim so yes festive season let's not put our guard down yeah see festive season anyway i think for me personally since last 2 3 years i don't i don't think so we have celebrated the festivals like we used to in our childhood but what just came to my mind is that for people like you and me who are doing financially well luckily for us what we have to think about is that okay there are hospital beds available but for people who are below poverty line for them even if the hospital beds are available do they have the money to pay for the treatment or like is the is the coronavirus treatment uh, like uh, subsidized for them or is is there something you have any idea about this because see you and i can afford it but not everyone can afford right and majority of the people in mumbai or in india as well are if not below poverty line but are in the lower middle class so i think if they are not able to afford it then obviously there are high chances that we might end up getting a second wave because they are the ones who are using the public transport and everything right right so you always have the government hospitals for that right so if a person is unable to afford private healthcare there's always the government hospitals where you can get the treatment for covid-19 the obvious drawback is that we all know the conditions of government hospitals uh, it's not that great and you know that is why so many people say that healthcare and education should not be privatized at all everything for everyone should be free and many countries have that especially european countries they will have healthcare and schools looked after by the government and it's always free for everyone you know i mean the pandemic and the lockdown has exposed so many problems in our society i just hope people don't forget about all that it has brought into light and do work on it and not just forget about it after a year or two mm, yes let's let's hope that happens yeah right so the news i wanted to talk about and i'm not i'm surprised that it did not come under your radar because i'm sure if it did come under your radar you would have definitely brought it up by yourself even before the podcast recording i think so <laughs> the news is in mumbai or rather in entire maharashtra the schools are reopening for 9th and 10th grade from as soon as 23rd november no i did not know this at all yeah what are your thoughts on it from 23rd november the schools are reopening only for 9th and 10th not for the lower standard right only for 9th and 10th so it's, it's just less than 10 days away 
सो राइट ऑफ माई माइंड आई डोंट हैव एनी थाट्स एज सच बट आई थिंक आई थिंक इट्स अ गुड थिंग बट अदर पार्ट ऑफ मी थिंग्स दैट नाउ द स्टूडेंट्स आर एनी वे यूज टू दिस ऑनलाइन कल्चर सो आई थिंक इट शुड हैव बीन कंटिन्यूड फॉर द एकेडमिक ईयर एटलीस्ट बट दे डू हैव प्रैक्टिकल्स एंड नॉट ऑफ दैट सीवियरिटी लाइक वी हैव इन कॉलेजेस बट स्टिल प्रैक्टिकल नॉलेज इज इम्पॉर्टेंट एंड आई फील सिंस यू एंड आई डिड आर स्कूलिंग नाइन टेंथ now the importance to practical uh, knowledge has increased a lot so i think yes i think it might be helpful but even though the schools are reopening i i don't think so they'll be reopening like they used to be before i think it will be a couple of days a week or at least reduced school time i feel right so firstly i completely disagree with you on the fact that you think that students have adjusted to online learning very few students have adjusted to online learning and it can never replace in person instruction so at the most what you can do is you can have a hybrid model where you are doing something in the class and you are doing something online you're continuing your online part of your education which is the route at least my school and my class is going to take something will still remain online some things will happen in classroom so basically the zoom calls which were being taken that will happen in classroom no need for having zoom calls anymore all that can be taken care of in the classroom but all that was happening outside the zoom call say for example the youtube videos that i was making and i was explaining all things in the youtube videos i think that still needs to continue and i think that will continue and also about practical knowledge i don't know what practical knowledge are you talking about once the school start i am not going to start doing experiments etc in the classroom i am still going to focus on board readiness uh, and make sure most not most i'll make sure that all of my students are passing and all of the students are getting as many marks as they can in the board exam so that they can get into a good college i think that will be my focus and not the practical knowledge however if by practical knowledge if you mean how do you talk to other people how do you i mean continue speaking in correct english having your thoughts put out articulating your thoughts arguing in the classroom with evidences etc etc i think that is something that is very difficult to do online especially if you don't have a great mobile if you don't have a great internet connection etc and it's much more organic and lively in a physical classroom i think if that's what you mean by practical knowledge i think that can that's a definitely big plus nahi nahi of course you are better judge of uh, this news or how to take this news i just said what came to my mind uh, what i meant by experimental or practical knowledge is that you remember we had i don't know if it was on the podcast or of the podcast but there was this question in one of the physics or one of the science uh, question papers that there was a diagram or an image of a fuse and then it was asked you what is this so if a student who has never seen a fuse I don't think so he or she will be able to recognize it that is what i meant by practical knowledge but obviously it is not feasible to show each and everything in person and obviously you can show them by images so in person uh, instructions are not required for that but that's what i had in mind when i said about practical knowledge right yeah and i think those are in fact even better than online because in my ppt i can put images i can put videos i can put audio i can do whatever in my ppts and my videos i can also animate things which i can't show it very nicely in an in classroom by actually making a model right i think it's much easier understood sometimes through an animation for example electric motor electric generator etc and also with respect to people getting or other students getting comfortable with online learning on an average i think in a typical bmc school in mumbai the attendance is still at at the best at 50% 
very few classrooms you will see which have attendance which are touching 70-80%. Even in Teach for India, I think the average would be around 50. So if for Teach for India classrooms, the average is around 50%. I think for the BMC schools, which do not have enough resources to make that switch to online learning or have the resources to donate devices to the students. I think the attendance is going to be around 20-30% even now after six months of the academic year already over. So even attendance is a huge thing which should be addressed through this. Uh, But also an interesting thing is, uh, which I've noticed all over the world, I think schools took a big priority, you know. Everyone was worried about their school curriculum and school's academic calendar. And the world over started their schools first. Even during the pandemic when the cases were huge and the bed availability was not that great, even then they were containing with their schools because they felt that schools are very important and you can't just say no to education. And also in other countries, they started with lower classes, you know, because they felt that they need the teacher the most and the older kids can somehow manage online. So in the other countries, they have started school for lower grades, whereas in India, they are saying that we'll start classes for higher grades, partly because they have to write their board exam. And also partly, I'm not sure if that's a thing they considered while uh, deciding this, but Older kids are generally easier to control, right? They'll they'll listen to you if you give them the reason behind whatever you are telling them to do or whatever instructions you are giving them. So yeah, again, an interesting observation, how we are different from the rest of the world. See, I I feel both the sides of the arguments are very uh, crucial because if you start school for higher students or if you start school for a lower standard students both of them have their own points and anyway i feel that bus school start karo because recently i had this imagination not imagination but nostalgia about i don't know how it started and it i did not even know this news of the schools being reopening soon but i was just sitting and wondering uh, that students in this age at least for this academic year they might be missing their friends and that school life so much during school each and every single day was so much fun like when we were in school, we used to think that, okay, kabhi college jayenge, we'll get that independency. We can, you know, do whatever we want. We can wear whatever we want, no uniforms. But obviously, like this has been case with everyone that once your school life is over, I think that school life is the best. Like nothing can beat that, I feel. The students in this age are missing at least one year of that. True, true. I completely agree with that fact. I think school life is just college the enjoyment, the fun you have in school, it's not going to be replicated in any way. You might have different kinds of fun while you're in college. Maybe, for example, you said, right, you can wear anything you want. You can bunk classes. You can have different, different friends. You can have girlfriends. You can have boyfriends. You can drink alcohol. You can smoke easily. But I think the kind of fun and enjoyment that you have in school, I think it's not easily replicable. However good friends you make during college. That's true. Yes. How are your students reacting to this news? That's an interesting question. Okay. So I was talking to my manager and my co-teachers and the BMC teachers, etc. with respect to school reopening, right? And I think most of the teachers are highly stressed, okay? And they are worried about the virus and they feel it's not safe to go to school which i completely agree with because i don't think it's safe especially for teachers 
but i think it's not that different for students because i know that most of my students are going out without masks every day in their locality i know in the locality they live social distancing is very difficult so they don't follow the social distancing at all and so many of my students are going to play cricket going to play football obviously without masks and for them the lockdown does not exist for the better or the worse partly also because they don't have any choice because there's not a lot of space and sometimes your financial conditions do not allow you to so for them i, I don't think anything is changing if you're anyway going out to play with your friends every evening you might as well also spend 4 hours in the school so for students i don't think it's that big of a difference especially this i mean only for my classroom okay because i know the locality in which my students live in but even in our locality for example sadri we have been to sadri right in the sadri garden which is just in front of my building and it's say a 20 minute walk from your house every evening there are so many people coming out for walks coming out for playing etc and sometimes when i walk on the road during the evening or in the morning because i want to go for some important work at school or something sometimes i feel scared because people are so near by me and it's such a crowded area to be in in the mornings and the evenings so even in middle income localities i think so many people have just started not giving a damn about the lockdown and the virus so i think for many people it's not going to change much there are very few people very few idiots like me who are still not eating outside not meeting their friends and only sticking to video calls and online classes etc so i think it's going to be a change for very few people but surprisingly i mean it's not surprising to be honest but most of my students seem very excited and happy about the fact that school is reopening i think many of them were just fed up about the online learning online classes i think it's also very difficult to make sure that students are understanding because it's difficult to understand through videos right i personally love learning from videos but i think many of my students don't they often do not understand things and It's just a different thing when you have people around, right? When if you don't understand something in the classroom, you can just raise your hand up and get it clarified then and there, or from your friend just after the school. So I think that's one thing. And the second thing I I also think is my students have been missing school because they know is their last year. And honestly, I being the pessimist I am, I just told them be ready for the worst. So the worst I told them is you all will not have in person classes at all, and you will directly write the board exam. Be ready for that. So I think they were <laughs> they had made up their mind <laughs> that that could be the case. And now that schools are reopening, I mean one more another thing that they were a little worried about is that they won't get a farewell. So I think. if things go well they might also get a farewell another thing i was worried about personally as a teacher was portion completion and time for revision remediation but um, i think generally the board exams are in march and they are also having talks about postponing it to me which gives us two extra months to revise things remediate if students were not able to join any classes i think that is also a plus so yeah i mean my students seem very happy Yes that's what I wanted to ask obviously students will be very happy because they'll be able to meet their friends but one thing that just came to my mind while we were talking is that I have been to Sayadri grounds which is near your place a uh, multiple times and I have seen lot of uh, students a uh, lot of children playing and not only children but teenagers and even older people just walking around and so for them the lockdown doesn't exist and like you said lockdown isn't there anymore so lockdown has been lifted the pandemic is there but the lockdown isn't there 
right so no but even now to... even now i think at least in mumbai it's compulsory for you to wear a mask whereas correct, you don't see everyone correct. wearing a mask and it's advised by the government that you maintain social distancing which is not being maintained in many crowded areas of mumbai yeah to that i agree so what i wanted to like what observation not a, not exactly an observation but just the thought came to my mind is that i have noticed that recently like since the past couple of weeks i have noticed a lot of children below my building come to play regularly and not just below my building whenever i go out for walks in the evening or the morning i do see children playing out so i think Correct. this online mode of education has done a good thing that they get so much saturated looking at the screen all the time that they just feel the urge to get out of their homes and just play out in the open so i think that has been a hidden advantage i feel no i wonder how much of that is students or children being fed up about looking at their screens all the time and wanting to go out and how much of it is about the parents getting fed up of the children and they just want two hours of alone time and that's why they're saying okay, please go out and play well that makes sense as well but i would like to think in a positive way so <laughs> true and also i think my students are getting their hopes very high because i think what i'm i'm guessing okay and i'm not sure but i think what they have in their mind is things are just going to go back to normal we we are going to have normal classes in the school which is not going to happen the maharashtra government circular has many guidelines and many standard operating procedures which we have to follow right so one of them is firstly obviously that all students should have masks all the time so it's not going to be I mean that itself is going to change the classroom so much right because if you don't have masks you can see people's expressions and you can make out what they are feeling what they're actually feeling inside and your face itself gives away so much information but now that is not going to be the case secondly the entire class is not going to unite as one classroom because everyone will be asked to come in batches so that itself reduces the number of students in a classroom by half only one student per bench whereas they are used to having bench partner in school and so much about school is about having that bench partner if it's a great friend you're going to have a great time if it's someone that you dislike you're going to have regular fights and regular arguments with that person so much of school is about that that is also going to go off there's not going to be any recess there's not going to be break in between so that students don't get an opportunity to gather around and mix and mingle amongst themselves so i think also a huge part of school is recess which is now again been cancelled also i generally like to have lot of group work in my classroom because that just makes things so easy for me and it breaks the monotone right if i am speaking for say the entire time it's just a boring class so i generally as much as possible try to make sure that students are working with each other and having to work in groups but again that won't be possible now because students leaving their benches won't be an okay thing to do keeping safety in mind i'll be wearing a mask i'll be wearing a face shield um so again they won't be able to see my expressions in fact i think if i record a video and put it on youtube they'll be able to connect with me more because they can see my face but now in the classroom they won't be able to see my face what i'm most excited about with respect to the classroom opening is obviously teaching math because teaching math online has been a challenge and i'm not sure how effective i was as an online math teacher and the second thing is i have kept all the interesting topics 
or interesting chapters in science uh, for the last. For example, there's one on social health, which talks about depression and mental illness, etc. Where if you just listen to someone talk, it's such a boring chapter. But if you have different, different opinions and you have group discussions, it's a much interesting topic or a thing to learn about. So I think I'm excited about that. Just group work and teaching math in a classroom. So the teacher as well as the students are very excited. So overall, that's a very great news. <laughs> I I just hope I just hope that we don't have to close down the school again before the board exams. I just hope that the cases in Mumbai do not shoot up, which will lead us. For example, you know, right? I mean, London may they are thinking of another lockdown, and in many parts of Europe, there's a second wave hitting them. So if you want to go by the data, if you want to go by the trends, um, if other countries flatten their curve and they are experiencing the second wave india is also going to at some point of time but i just hope that that's not the case especially in mumbai and so that we don't have to close the schools again but because if we begin schools then we get used to it and again we have to stop those in person classes it's just going to be so hard breaking for me as well as for the students yes yes that's correct let's hope for the best but i think if we go by the numbers there is a high probability that a second wave might occur but okay. since the government is starting the schooling system i think they know what they are doing so i don't think so this, this is going to get shut down again but we can't say anything for sure yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed yeah